Welcome to Get Involved Referee with Steve Conroy, Des Roach and myself, Lindsay Heron. As we look over some of the big key talking points of a weekend in Scottish football, Morelos offside decisions at Ibrox, was there a red card that was perhaps unfair at St Mirren? And what about uh, the Aberdeen game? Is shirt-tugging become a propensity in Scottish football? And we're also going to talk about um, the introduction or the hopeful introduction of VAR in Scottish football with a big meeting coming up on Monday, Steve. They're discussing costs, which I read is up to about 100,000. I don't know where that, how that money breaks down, but I think a couple of the decisions that we're going to be talking about today just shows that we need VAR in, in, as soon as possible. I think the money aspect of it, Des, is it basically it's the SPFL, as you know, operates on a kind of, they just share the wealth sort of policy. So basically clubs who would would have basically that kind of money taken from them at the end of the season. Yeah, it's a, it's a large chunk of money. And obviously at this minute in time, clubs are, are struggling. They're coming out of COVID. They've had uh, a, a deficit in their bank balance. So I don't think the clubs will be really, really wanting to lash out that kind of money. But for the sake of the game and getting decisions correct, which we're going to go on and discuss, I, I, I think it's a no-brainer. It has to be involved, and particularly for refereeing, because Scottish referees are now not getting the top appointments in Europe because we do not use it. Now that we've started this topic, I think we should pursue it. I mean, all 42 clubs, Steve, are involved in this decision, which seems unusual to me because VAR is only going to be used in the Premiership at this juncture. Yep, yep, that's how I understand it. And I think if you're going to introduce new, te- well, not new, but new to us, new technology, then everybody has to agree to it. But yeah, apparently only the, the, the premier teams are going to have to shell out the cash. They are the ones that are going to use it most of the time, I suppose. But if you're going to get an occasional cup game, then the, the lower teams, sorry uh, to say that, will obviously have to uh, give their consent to it as well. The point I'm making is they're allowed to vote on this in this instance doesn't seem strange to me Des you know that they would vote when it doesn't affect them at this stage yeah you would think that really the only the, the Premier League teams would be asked to contribute to that but I mean like you, the two of you have just said it's it's essential we get this voted through and, and get the mechanism rolling to try and get this in, into our game as quickly as possible absolutely we've, we've talked about it numerous times already just in, in these podcasts um, and we're going to discuss a couple of things um, today that VAR would absolutely be involved in um, but again, we've said it's it's affecting our uh, match officials as well because they, we've only got two who are fully trained in it. Um, and other than them, nobody's going to get, none of our guys are going to be involved in tournaments or high profile games that involve VAR because we are, in their eyes, we are not competent in it. I was looking actually at it, Des, and uh, even the second divisions in Germany, Italy, and even Ukraine, God bless them at the moment, have got VAR. I mean, it's just, it's, it's astonishing really that we don't have it just at this at this moment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously financially driven and it's pretty embarrassing. If we're meant to be one of the top 10 nations in Europe, yeah. but yet we do not use that technology. In England, they're looking to use it in the Football League. They're looking to use it in the Women's Premier League mm-hmm. down in England. Then why on earth are we not having it? We're putting ourselves at a disadvantage and we're actually making myself look pretty foolish to be as well. No, exactly. And like you said, Steve, it would have been called into... Action in the uh, the Rangers game against Motherwell today. Yep. Uh, two disallowed goals, uh, both involving Alfredo Morelos. You've you've had a chance to have a look at the two of them. Um, the first one is is a header in, in the sort of left hand side of the box as the ball comes in. He looks to me as if he might just be a wee bit offside. Is that is that where you you would see it? That's how I see it from the the limited angles that uh, we've been able to to have a look at. It, it looks offside, um, and I think it's and. The old days when Des and I were were doing it, we we were taught to uh, look at the even the lines where the grass was cut, mm-hmm. 
And it's it's so and it that it is pathetic. It's so pathetic that we're still in this day and age where we're looking at it, going, "Oh, he looks as though he's closer to the way that that grass is cut." <laughs> um, and it's it's appalling. Both of them would have been called by far. The second one, I think, Des is is maybe a bit more marginal. But just going back to that first one, is there anything that, that you would see that the linesman was quite quick to put his? Oh, sorry, the assistant was quite quick to put his flag up for the first one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was quick. And again, as Steve would say, back in our day, uh, it was always a, a wait and see policy mm-hmm. that you would that you would put what's going to happen, is there a goal going to come from it, then you'll get involved. The decisions for me were very, very marginal. Very marginal indeed. The second one, you've got the you've got the cut of the sorry, the, the paint of the eighteen yard box. Again, is one foot on the line, is one foot behind it. If we had VAR and because and we would only refer to VAR because a goal was scored from it. So we wouldn't be looking for a decision to be made through VAR because of an offside. Mm-hmm. It's only because of the outcome from that situation. Yeah. Those would have been highlighted. The angles weren't particularly great, mm-hmm. to be honest. So I would like to see it properly, uh, but very, very, very marginal. Just offside. I would say just offside. Yeah, like Des says, uh, Steve, the second one, the footing aspect, aspect of it is, is quite interesting. You know, Morello seems to be maybe just on the edge of the box and Mugabe might just have a foot inside the box, it's, but some of his body could be over. It's, it's one of those, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's absolutely impossible to tell from from where, uh, from the angles that we had. And, you know, you, and there was one in England, was it last year's year before, when they played it over and over and over. It was a Liverpool game. <laughs> and they eventually decided that he's, and I think they, they realistically said that his toe looked offside and he scored from it. <laughs> um, that's the kind of level that we're, from our angles that you're looking at with that one, it's impossible. Yeah. If you have to look at something more than two or three times, then and it's not clear the, and, and it's not clear and obvious. Then there's no decision to be made. It's obviously just go on with it. You can look at something initially and get a gut feeling for it. And I think Steve will agree as a referee and as an assistant. That's what you take. You go with your your gut decision, or you take that little revise. But if t- television are looking at it 10, 12, 14 times and they're still <laughs> discussing it, then I'm sorry. It's not, it's not a point for discussion. Yeah. But interestingly, the assistant was quick on both occasions, guys. You know, he, um, he put his flag up right away and that gave um, Don Robertson the opportunity to, to make that call, didn't it? I think in those situations, um, because of you know where, where the, the incidents happened and the, the outcome of it, then they, they had to, I, I think, give it quick. But it's an indication that on, on both occasions, the, uh, the assistant was absolutely and utterly convinced of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in any doubt at all, you're you're not flinging your flag up that, that quickly. Not. So he's utterly convinced uh, about what he saw. And the, the speed of it was just because of where the incidents were. Because it's the, the, the attacking team are supposed to get the advantage of its level days, aren't they? Well, yeah, that's that 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 be the premise that you'd be working on that you you're not going to punish them for that. So if, if an opportunity to play on, play advantage, uh, yeah, they they should be Morelos in that instance should have been given the given the benefit. But as we said, it's so so tight to call. I know, very very tight. A little flippant one in that game, um, and I'm sure you might have had a, a wee dunt now and again with the ball in, in in your careers over the over the, the decades you were involved. But um, Liam Kelly cleared the ball from Motherwell's penalty area and Don Robertson tried to get out of the way and it smacked off the top of his head. Uh, not very good at looking at the ball in the air, I suppose. But uh, but curiously, he, he took the ball back to, to the Motherwell penalty area and dropped the ball there, Steve. Yeah, I don't quite follow that one. Um, but I have been on the, the receiving end of one as well. I've got <laughs> a gap in one of my tooth, uh, thanks to Alan Archibald. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't quite follow what, what happened afterwards, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been in the way of the ball, yeah. inadvertently. And it, 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 if the ball does hit a referee now, it's, it's, it is a drop ball. You have to restart the game that way. But 
the drop ball situation now that you tend to give it to one team and just rather than um two of them kicking lumps out each other like the old days yeah, yeah well, <laughs> the, the, law, the laws of the game state that it doesn't have to be contested so i think steve and i were were wise enough we would we would drop the ball and we just you can't orchestrate it you can't obviously create a situation but you would maybe drop it one side a wee bit more than the other uh, just to get yourself out the road and and run quickly but like Steve said uh, I've not been hit with the ball I had good positioning <laughs> <laughs> Touché uh, Perhaps uh, the, the, the most contentious issue of the weekend was it was in Paisley guys uh, you know Stephen Robinson quickly back into football as uh, the Superman manager taking on Hearts um, and they lost Connor Ronan in the first half to a red card which he was dis- disputing um, but, and, it, and the interesting aspect of it all was it took so long for mm-hmm. the, the call to be made Steve uh, Yep and I don't the only explanation, and, and as you know, in the, the, the top league, everybody's uh, all mic'd up, so there'll be a constant communication between all the officials. Um, the only thing, and obviously clearly conjectured because I wasn't there, the, the only thing that I can think of is that there was uh, some level of debate yeah. going on b- before that, that decision was made. Clearly that's speaking out of out of ignorance because we weren't there, but I can't think of any other reason why it took so long I to think come it to was, a decision. I think it was 40 seconds, apparently. Mm. So for me, that tells me that, that Greg's been unsighted. And mm-hmm. is unsure And he's been told from someone else Whether that be the assistant referee Possibly more likely the fourth official Because uh-huh. it was pretty much at the halfway line Yeah, I think John's beatings always had a, a word in Greg's ear Saying I think you need to look at that again But prior to that I mean it was a red card That's not a that's not an issue I think, that, I think the right decision was The right decision was obviously given But the challenge just before it By Fraser on Gary Kai Stephen For me that was a red And potentially if that was caught straight away mm-hmm then you wouldn't have had the second challenge. I agree um, with you. I think that one that one was a nasty one. I think that one yeah. uh, ticked enough boxes, as Dougie says, for that to be uh, a red card for me as well. Yeah, and it takes away the takes away the debate for the, the second one. Yeah. That that brings up an interesting debate because um as a referee, are you allowed to go back and and punish another challenge, if you like, in the build up to the second challenge? No. No, no you can't no. do that. Once once the, the once you've uh, restarted play that, that's the end of it um, so no you, you wouldn't go back and sanction a, a, an offence that you you maybe missed or somebody brought to your attention right. no, that's that's it done and dusted um, and if you're given the, the, the second one and, and dealing with that then the first one now is immaterial I see what you mean but, but interesting though that uh, poor old uh, Connor Ronan wouldn't have been sent off then if, if uh, Fraser had gone before. <laughs> yeah, he, I think that's what you call maybe taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of other incidents in, in there. There was a challenge on Jack Anik as well but for the heart second goal. But you guys had a look at that as well and you're, you're not convinced that the keeper was unduly injured or sorry, fouled in that instance. Not from what I saw it. Two guys challenging. Yeah, uh, it was, it's it's a contact sport, and you're going to you're going to make contact. So I, I didn't see a foul in there. I think what was um, what was imperative when I mean, you see it is Jack Anik goes for the ball with I think it was Sim the Sims the, oh. the Hearts player, uh, but Jack Anik has a wee sort of sneaky look behind him after the ball's gone and the ball's going in the net, and then he he rolls around to be a bit sort of histrionics. But no, that was a. That was a that was a fine goal. There was nothing nothing in that whatsoever. Because normally you guys protect ref, uh, protect goalkeepers far too much, as far as I'm concerned. But not on this occasion, though. No. <laughs> I could take us back to a decision that I made on uh, for a goalkeeper. Y- yeah, normally they, they do get uh, a lot of protection, but in that one, no, that that was just two guys challenging. And there was also a penalty incident in that uh, Superman Hearts game as well. I think it was Alec Grieve was uh, looking for a, for a spot kick, uh, but it didn't come. Des, were you? Thoughtful on that one. Does Greg can perhaps miss out that one? 
Unfortunately, Greg's a, a, a friend, someone I've known for a number of years, as Steve does, but yeah, that's a penalty kick. I think if that foul occurs anywhere on the pitch, if it's at the halfway line, if it's anywhere, it, it's a foul. So it's a penalty kick. Uh, he was running away running away from goals. I don't really think why the Hearts defender has to get has to get involved in that situation. He can mm-hmm. he can let him go, he can usher him out. But uh, yeah, there was contact. He's went down, it's in the penalty area, it's a penalty kick. Would you concur with that, Steve? It looked like a, a spot kick to you. It, it does to me. I, I don't have anything to to add to that. No, that that looked uh, it, it looked a foul. And as Des said, if that happens in the halfway line, you're you're calling it a foul. Yeah. So yeah, looked like a penalty to me. I think the biggest thing is nobody nobody would have complained. No. If he'd given that, even the Hearts players, mm-hmm. I think they think they've they've won a watch with that one. Steve Robinson back in Scotland for five minutes. He said, "Nothing's changed since I've been away." <laughs> Morning about the about the refereeing situation. Oh, it has. I, I'm not refereeing now, so I th- things have changed. Um, <laughs> and I, I know you have to you, know, you have to fight your own corner, but you know we've we've talked about a couple of things there. But the, uh, I think the game went okay for for Craig. There, there was some big calls in there, um, and I don't think there was anything you know too uh, too disastrous went on. We've we've disagreed with uh, some decisions, but you're going to get that in every single game of football, anywhere that you play. There's going to be decisions that you agree with, decisions you don't. That's why we love it. That's that's the beauty of the game. No, exactly. And um, the, listen, there was a penalty in the Dundee United, the Aberdeen Dundee United game, which was fairly clear cut. David Bates had most of uh, most of the shirt of the of the opposing player. I think it was uh, Harks of, of Dundee United. But it seems to be a thing that's developing in recent weeks. There's been a lot of sharp pulling going on in games. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've, we've talked about quite a few, again, just in our time here. Um, whether that's worsening or whether, you know, it's, it's a blip and these things have just been, you know, it's one of those things that's just happened in the past few weeks. But it seems to be most weeks now mm-hmm. it's uh, it's happening. Um, but, I, I, and you know, I've, I've said it a few times again uh, already. Disappointed in the way the player went down. Yeah, he was fouled, so fair enough, but... He, he wasn't shot in the head or anything, so it's, you know, they embellished that was, in inverted commas. Yeah, that was a word I used earlier on. It was uh, very embellished to, to sell the decision to the fans rather than mm. to the referee because it was obvious that the shot pool was there. And again, it was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, players going away from goal. Yeah. There's, I would much rather, if I was a, a coach or a, a manager, I would much rather see my defender usher the, the player away from play rather mm. than giving him a soft penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's... Yeah. He shot himself in the foot again. Is that an automatic yellow shirt pulling or is it just depends on the circumstance? I think in the, depending upon the area, the field of play, if it's a promise and attack, etc. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an automatic... Automatic-ish. Ish. Um, uh-huh. But in, in that instance, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're, if you're stupid enough to, to, to do that, then you should be cautioned <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that, that one is that's a, uh, an absolute uh, caution for yeah. that one. Um, listen, pretty quiet in the in the Hibs Celtic game this afternoon, and that was uh, most of the football. It was fairly dire, to be quite frank with you. But uh, that's another story and for another podcast. But there was one incident that um, that um, Sean Mulroney wasn't happy about. Um, Kevin Nisbet had to go off injured, and he was reckoning that Carl, St- Carl Starfelt was a wee bit naughty with his challenge. Did you see that one, Steve? What do you think? I, I, I didn't see anything other than what it was called. Um, yeah, it was a yellow card. Perfectly happy with that. Never even crossed my mind that it'd be anything anything beyond that. No, it was a for me it was a, just a straightforward yellow card. It was just a coming together of the two players. Starfield was a bit clumsy. I know Nesbitt's been off and he's he's, he's looking hurt, but no, it's a, it's a as I said before, it's a contact sport. People are going to come together. So it was it was a coming together um, yellow card play on. Because that's the interesting thing. Some some people think that referees might be influenced by the severity of the injury to the player on the floor. But in that occasion, obviously, you know, the referee didn't didn't rise to that, if that makes sense. Anybody at that kind of level certainly shouldn't be influenced by a reaction, justified reaction or not. 
mm-hmm. um, they should be calling it as they as they see it. And yeah, the the fact that Nisbet looked as if he was as if he was hurt that that's a that's a consequence of football. It's it's a contact sport. Some guys are, are going to get hurt, mm-hmm. um, and there's there's no way of changing that. But no, I, I, I didn't see anything in that no, beyond what was called. It didn't look as if, I mean, there was no over-aggression in it. No. There was no malice in it. It was just a, a genuine challenge that they got wrong. Mm-hmm. Just to follow on from that, Sean Maloney, who, who we spoke about in this show a couple of weeks ago as well, interestingly. <laughs> so he's had a few things to say about referees, perhaps deflecting away from his own team's performance. But he was, he was making the point that, that Celtic were, were guilty of that type of challenge a lot to try and stop opposition teams. Again, is that just a coach just trying to deflect from what's happened during the game? Absolutely. Yeah, that's manager speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't blame me. Listen, a fabulous show. Thanks for joining us tonight on Get Involved Referee. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and please, if you've got any clips, send them to us and we'll debate them on the next show. 